Hi, I'm Rem Burrows, and welcome to our Friday podcast, Leaders Leading Leaders. Hi, I'm Rem Burrows, and welcome to Leaders Leading Leaders podcast. Today, I really want to talk to you about selling, particularly in a pharmacy setting, and how selling is not a four-letter dirty word. Now, team members who think selling is a dirty word miss the point about what selling is in pharmacy. Patient health outcomes are central to pharmacy values, yet many pharmacy staff shy away from selling and have a very, very, very narrow perspective of what it actually means. Now, as a pharmacist or as a pharmacy assistant, you only begin to help patients and customers when you ask them questions to understand their true needs. And so that's why we need to demystify the sales process. And we need to take away the negative connotations because you can't help anyone until you sell to them. Selling in pharmacy is about asking questions and finding out about what the customer's needs are. Now, the way that it's done is unique to selling in other competitor retail environments. As an example, if you walk into Coles or any other shopping center or, you know, big grocery store, you can go to the aisle and pick up five packets of Panadol and no one will ask you anything. They won't ask you any questions, not in the aisle or even at the checkout. But if you walk into pharmacy, it's a different story because we start the selling process by asking patients questions, even if it's at the till when they've already made their selection. And, you know, right now, the government is looking at this whole problem that we have with overdose on Panadol because literally people are walking in and purchasing whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want, outside of pharmacy and taking it home. And who knows how many they're taking, like Panadols at a time. So when they walk into your pharmacy, by asking patients questions each and every time, you engage with them. And then you gain a greater understanding of their needs. And then you help them with things that they don't even know they need help with. It's a whole, what you don't know, what you don't know. So people don't know what they don't need right now. They don't understand that Panadol, as an example, can be fatal if you take too many at one time or in really small intervals. So there are three crucial things to remember when it comes to selling in pharmacy. First, people generally don't come to pharmacy to window shop. That's the biggest thing. There's a reason why they're there, and that's to be helped with their health outcome and for their well-being. And it's your job to start helping them by asking them questions. Now, what we need to remember is it's our job in pharmacy to ask the questions. It's the client or the patient's responsibility to say yes or no. Most people are just scared of asking questions because they think, well, what if they say no? That's not our job. That's not our responsibility. It's our responsibility to ask the questions and then to help them. Whether they say yes or no to an offer or something is absolutely their responsibility. So we need to take that pressure of ourselves. Now, second, we need to consider basket size, but not in the way that most people think about it. You know, many pharmacists and pharmacy assistants I talk to think that selling and basket size are dirty words. They tell me, look, Reem, I'm not selling in a convenience store or a petrol station. 
That's not why I became a pharmacist or a pharmacy assistant. So the perception of what it is that we do in pharmacy has to change as well. As a wife and a mother of two, for example, when I walk into a pharmacy, I have myself, my husband, and my two children to think about. I also have my mother and father to think about. So there's always going to be more that I need than just the script that I came in for. And it's up to the pharmacy team member to start asking me all the right questions. Now imagine if uh, a team member were to also ask, is there anything else I can help you with today? Or where else can I direct you today? Or is there anything else that's been concerning you? These simple words can have a big impact on whether I leave the pharmacy with additional things I actually need, or I walk out with only my script that I came in to fill. Now, if I leave with just a script filled, I may walk straight into Coles or Woolies or resort to online ordering without receiving any advice and help. And that's a problem. And we haven't done our job if that's what I'm doing. Because what's happening is that at this point, I'm self-diagnosing with no real expertise. Whereas when I go into a pharmacy and I buy Panadol, as an example again, I'm going to get the questions around why am I buying it, who's it for, how often am I using it, and what else is going on. So as a pharmacist or a pharmacy assistant, we should be asking these type of questions every single time with every single patient we interact with. Now, thirdly, selling also involves about thinking how you're going to grow your returning customer base. Now, many pharmacies use loyalty cards. And when we talk about growing customer base, again, it's a different perspective that we need to put on it, overlay over that thought process. Because we use loyalty cards in pharmacy to ensure that people come back. Now, when we look at these loyalty programs in pharmacies, some pharmacies only have 20% or 30% of their total returning customers signed up to the loyalty programs. Now, we know that adherence to medication and vitamins is low. We need our customers to return to ensure we're helping them and encouraging them to ensure adherence. So we should always be asking customers and patients, how are you and how are your kids? How are things going? Do you have a loyalty card? If not, we tell them what the value of the loyalty card is and then ask them to come back with this card so that we can find out about how they're going and we can help maintain their health journey. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what sales is in pharmacy. Asking the right questions from the moment they walk in the door with a reason to return so that we can uncover their needs so that we can ensure that they're maintaining their adherence. So we have to go through the sales mindset. That's what I work with with pharmacists and pharmacy assistants, whole teams in pharmacy, by explaining what it is and what it is not. In pharmacy, people pride themselves on wanting to be the gold standard, but yet often realize that they're not involved in selling. We say the patient health outcome is our most important metric, so that's why we need to understand the true meaning of selling, which is about finding out all about the patient's needs and creating the right habits for them to return. Because if we don't help them create the right habits, they're going to create their own habits which are not going to be of value to them. They're going to create their online habits, self-diagnosis, 
going into Coles to buy those five packets of Panadol, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'm going to leave you with this because there are four moments of time when you can help your customer and patient when they enter the store. Okay, let's call them the four moments of truth, which is traditionally known as a marketing term, but it's really the customer journey from the moment that they walk into your store to the moment they walk out of your store. The moment they walk in the store, that's the first moment of truth because you've got the ability to serve them. You ask them how they are, can I help you with anything? Now, they can choose to either go to front of shop or dispensary. If it's front of shop, then that's the second moment of truth. You can ask them what their needs are and how you can help them. And what else they've been taking. If they go to dispensary, that's the third moment of truth. And that's where you can ask them about the script, have the companion piece ready as to what goes with what product, what's going to help the best absorption of the script or medication that they're about to take. And that way, when you ask the questions, you find out really what everything is going on in their lives right now and what their family needs. And the final moment truth is when they go to the checkout, when they're paying. That is still a moment when you can ask them about their needs just in case they have self-selected. If you engage and interact with customers and patients at these critical moments, you're going to foster loyalty and return visits. Unfortunately, we just don't often do this. We just need to make it a habit. So that's why it's important to ask about loyalty cards. That's why it's important to offer one last product that's going to really help them. Again, it's your job to offer and ask the questions. It's their job to say yes or no. And they will remember you for it too. And they will love you for it. So it's vital that we change the perception of what selling is with every single one of our team members. And with every single person who walks through the door. Now that we know so much about people's health, about the consistency that's needed, all we need to do is implement accountability process within the pharmacy as a team. So you need to understand, well, what is the goal in terms of the business? What are we going to focus as a team on for the next 12 months and break it down to six months and break it down to three months? What questions are we going to ask our patients? What are we going to focus on with our customer base? Because consistency in pharmacy is key. 96 to 98% of every human behavior for all people is on autopilot. We have a habit of creating behavior. All that we're doing through this process of asking questions is helping patients create new behaviors to constantly be coming in. But it means that there has to be consistency within the pharmacy and the team to constantly be asking questions. And I'm going to leave you with this final point. Think about how you're going to celebrate these new consistent behaviors as a team. Think about how you're going to celebrate each day where you're helping patients. Because once you do that, you're going to wake up in the morning and every single team member is going to wake up in the morning and feel like they're alive and they want to help to serve people. And that is how we get better healthcare outcomes for our community. Thank you so much for your time and um, look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.